You might remember Thomas Hand. His kibbutz was stormed by Hamas back on October 7th. And in the days after, he was told that his eight-year-old daughter, Emily, was among those killed in the attack. And I went, yes! I went, yes! And smiled. Because that is the best news of the possibilities that I knew. At the time, he told CNN's Clarissa Ward that he was actually relieved to hear that because the alternative, the idea that Emily was being held by Hamas in Gaza and not knowing how she was being treated was just too much to bear for Thomas. Well, now he says Israeli officials told him that they are actually not sure Emily was killed. They haven't located her body and didn't find any blood in the home where she was sleeping. Thomas told CNN's Ed Lavendera earlier this week that this news has filled him with anxiety, that Emily is likely one of the hundreds Israel says has been taken hostage by Hamas. She's, you know, more than likely in a, in a tunnel somewhere under, under Gaza. Your imagination is it's horrible. And it's her birthday on the 17th of this month. She'll be nine. She won't even know what day it is. Meanwhile, in Gaza. The chaotic situation we are living in, no one on this planet could handle and keep up with it. Me as a father, I'm, I don't have more strength to keep up. You might also remember Youssef Hamash. He's a Gazan native who works with the Norwegian Refugee Council. And he's been checking in with us as Israeli bombs rain down on Gaza and Israeli troops enter Gaza City. And his latest transmission was really a plea for world leaders to do more. What makes me keep up and being here delivering this message for you is because I have children and I'm useless now as a father because I cannot protect my children. It's been more than a month since the brutal Hamas incursion in southern Israel. And it's clear that pain and suffering continues to ring out all across the region. But as much of the world sees how Israel is responding in Gaza and reacting with horror, is that sentiment making its way to Israelis? I think most people here in Israel feel like there is no other way to do this. Today, a look at the anger inside Israel and why it's not pointed where you might think. From CNN, this is Tug of War. I'm David Rind. Today, I want to check in with CNN's Ivana Kotozova. She spoke to me from Tel Aviv on Tuesday night. Ivana, we are recording this on November 7th, which is exactly one month after the Hamas attacks on Israel. And you've been on the ground for the last month talking to regular people about this war and Israel's response to the attacks. So what is the mood on the streets right now? So I think the mood is shifting a little bit. When I first got here, which was just, you know, 48 hours or so after the initial attacks, the overwhelming feeling was absolute shock and horror and sadness and solidarity and this feeling of grief and unity. And when we were talking to you know, families of the victims and families of people who have been kidnapped to Gaza, most of them 
were very careful about sort of voicing any criticism or any anger. It really was just mm. a determination to do whatever it takes to bring their loved ones back. And I think that is shifting right now. You have to remember, before this horrific terrorist attack on October 7, Israel was extremely divided country. So divided indeed that mm. they had five general elections in the last three years. Wow. Because every single election ended up in stalemate. There was, you know, no government could ever hold it together for too long. And we've seen months and months of mass protests directed against the government, and especially against the judicial reform that the government was proposing. And it, it just consumed all attention of Israel. Now, when the attack happened, it was a huge moment of unity and, and shock. So all those divisions were sort of forgotten for, for a while. Mm. But I think now that further down the line and the longer it takes to bring the hostages back, that the more we're sort of getting back to the criticism of the government and the, these divisions. So a lot of the anger is going towards the government. But I think there's also anger towards the world. Mm. Explain that. Yeah, I think... Israelis are sort of waking up to the fact that the world is questioning the war in Gaza and that the initial wave of support, which was, of course, extremely strong because the attacks that we saw were absolutely, you know, that it was horrifying. and Right, more than 1,400 people were killed. Exactly, and the way the attack was, was done was was so horrifying that everybody was expressing sympathies with Israel and Israel understands that it does have a right to defend itself. But now we are months into this war and the civilian death toll in Gaza is horrendous. And there is a lot of questions being asked about this strategy of the war in Gaza and of how heavy-handed the response has been. And we are seeing uh, a lot of Israel's allies questioning that. We are seeing world leaders in the world stage questioning this, calling for ceasefire. We are seeing the UN criticizing it. And I think majority of Israelis, Jewish Israelis, don't understand this. They don't understand how is it that the world sees it this way and criticizes Israel after the horrific attacks that it endured. So most people see it as the right to defend themselves. So they're angry that the world is seeing these Israeli bombs being dropped on Gaza, seeing all the death and destruction, the civilian deaths, and they're seeing the outrage at that. And they don't understand where that's coming from. Like, what are people telling you about how they feel about that? Exactly. They don't understand this. So don't get me wrong. I, I don't think that... Israelis support the idea of killing civilians in Gaza. No. But the difference between the way Israelis see it and the way the world sees it is the Israelis don't think that they are to blame for these civilian casualties. They blame Hamas for this. And they say Hamas is the one who is putting the civilians at risk. Hamas is the one who launched this terror attack. 
Hamas is the one who is using civilians as human shields, and they're to blame, not us. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you want to know? My name is Benny Zweig. Ever since the war started, um, some supporters and, and family members of the people who've been taken hostage have been gathering um, outside the Kira, which is sort of Israeli's Pentagon. And the complex has this big wall around it that is now completely covered with pictures of faces of the people who've been murdered and kidnapped. And we spoke to one young guy. Do you feel like there is enough support for Israel at this point? The world? I think the world has gone crazy. He said, I used to consider myself an extreme liberal. And then he said, but when I see pro-Palestinian demonstrations where people are waving Hamas flags, I just think the world has gone crazy. They see a strong side and a weak side, and their sense of justice is very simple. But it's not that simple, unfortunately. I think the governments can understand complexity, but the people on the streets, from what I've seen, We then spoke to a teacher at a religious school for girls. So very, very different person to this young guy called you up. Protection. We only want to protect ourselves. I think any country in the world that would have been in our situation would probably do much more, much more. No one would say anything. Just the Jews, okay, we can... We can, you know, we can do with the Jews whatever we want because the Jews are not entitled to, I don't know, to live in a country in peace. That's what we want. And I'm sorry, but no one understands it. And, we're and the teacher, her name is Sigal. She told us about how she used to be pretty left-wing, but the older she got, she became more and more right-wing. And now she is sort of in the Netanyahu camp. And, and she said the same thing. She said, the world does not understand us. The world loves us when we are victims and when Israel is suffering, they always come and say, oh, we are with Israel. But when we try to defend ourselves, no one no one is with us. And, uh, of course, I, I respect every, every person who has a different uh, opinion. I respect everybody and I love everybody and I, and I understand people, but I think that we shouldn't be uh, naive. Okay, you know, Israeli people, they, they always, they want to be moral, they want to be, some, you know, sometimes you think that it's, you know, you want to, the world to be a good world, a wonderful world, everything is nice, oh, you want peace, but our reality is totally different and we have to face it because unless we face it, we will not, country of Israel we will not exist. Do you understand so what, what I'm saying? What you describe We'll be right back. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support, your sleep number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. 
All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. We're back with Tug of War and my conversation with CNN's Ivana Kotosova. And as we talk about the reaction to Israel's military response in Gaza and the protests that it sparked, a lot of the anger is about the civilian death toll in Gaza, which Palestinian health authorities have put at over 10,000. They're citing figures from Hamas-controlled Gaza. But there is a thought held by many that 10,000 dead Palestinians is just not a number the world should accept, even towards the aim of self-defense. So I asked Ivana how Israelis would respond to that. I think the majority would blame Hamas. So they generally do not see it as this is Israel dropping bombs and killing people. This is Hamas putting its own people in harm's way deliberately. Yeah, 100. No, I saw that they, they, sent, they sent women and children in front of the soldiers. Think about it. Okay, this is their strategy. Okay, so they use the, their, 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 their population as human shield. What would you do if it happened to you? That's what I'm asking. What would you do? The world, okay, that's all. The, the... And, you know, there is a school of thoughts that this whole attack by Hamas was, in a way, a trap. It is a trap in which Israel had little choice but walk into. So Mm. Hamas orchestrated this absolutely unimaginably brutal, horrifying, murderous attack. And they knew that the reaction will be heavy-handed. And they knew that that's going to lead to a very large number of civilian casualties, which will mean that the world will start criticizing Israel. And it's exactly what happened. But I think most people here in Israel feel like there is no other way to do this. Are there any voices in Israel that are, you know, voicing support for the civilians in Gaza, the Palestinians? Like, what kind of dissent is there, if any, in the country right now? There is very little visible dissent. And I will tell you why. So about 20% of Israeli citizens are... Arabs and Palestinians, and majority of them does not support the war. Many of them would actually have families or someone they know in Gaza. So, so they are not right. supporting the war. But these voices are not being heard. And they're not being heard because pretty much ever since the war started, Israel has cracked down on freedom of speech. There's been a lot of arrests of people who posted on social media things like, I stand with Gaza, or my heart is with children in Gaza, and things like that. Any kind of indication of support for Gaza is being interpreted as support for terrorism. So people who are saying things like, I stand with Gaza and we should have ceasefire, and there's too many civilian casualties, they are risking arrest. And the vast majority of them have been released without charges. 
But they're making these arrests anyway, and they're holding people for days. And that is, of course, that means that people are scared. And people have been arrested for saying exactly the same things that have been said on UN soil by top UN officials or by the Pope. That tells you how bad it's gone. Mm. Ivana, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Tug of War is a production of CNN Audio. This episode was produced by Taylor Galgano, Paula Ortiz, and me, David Rind. Our senior producer is Haley Thomas, Dan DeZula is our technical director, and Steve Lichtai is the executive producer of CNN Audio. Special thanks to Caroline Patterson, Matt Wells, and Nick Thompson. We'll be back on Friday with another update. I'll talk to you then. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.